Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Welcome in to the OBR Film Breakdown. Your host, Jake Burns. I am recording live from my car in North Carolina. That's how I'm handling this thing. I wanted to get out in front of as many podcasts as I possibly could to have some peaceful time. Haven't done much covering the Browns since uh, we left Thursday morning. But hopefully you found the podcast interesting. A reminder of what we've had. We've had Shale Kapadia on to talk about his athletic article on Thursday. On Friday, Jordan Zerm and I uh, discussed a pessimistic angle, which ironically enough for the unfortunate was the same day that we saw Jacob Phillips leave with his injury, which really sucks. And as a guy we talked about in that from a uh, the Browns, you know, we all cover the Browns, or the, at least most of the folks covering the Browns have a pretty optimistic spin, as anybody would in, in a regular season uh, approaching situation. You know, there's some teams that have to have realistic expectations, but, you know, Cleveland's situation is one of optimism coming off the season they had but it's a what if 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 certain things went wrong looking at which ones would be the most detrimental because in the range of outcomes there's could there could be things that go wrong so we just wanted to have discussed it for which ones would would hurt the most so if you don't like that kind of stuff don't go back and listen to it but it's out there if you would like to uh to hear which of those uh those different angles could go wrong for the Browns and how bad each of them would kind of hurt so and then yesterday we had our Blue Wire colleagues, Big Blue Banter on to discuss and preview as as extensively as possible the Giants, not only for their 2021 outlook, but for this preseason game as well. So so go back and check that out uh, because there's a ton of information there. Their outlook, all of it, it was about an hour worth of recording we did there. So, But what we're really here to do is talk about this 1 p.m. kickoff, a rare, very rare 1 p.m. kickoff in, in preseason, kind of getting the fans ready for preseason as well. So this is your quick game day hitting podcast. Hopefully you listen before the Browns kick off at 1 o'clock today. They're a four-and-a-half-point favorite over the Giants, which if you are a gambling degenerate and want to do so, go ahead and gamble on the game. The over-under is 35 points. Seems about right. The money line's Browns negative 210, Giants plus 180. New York 6-2 and two against the spread on the road last season. Cleveland 3-5 and five against the spread at home last season. Again, those are regular season games. Take it for what it's worth. Let's talk about what to pay attention to for your Cleveland Browns today. Players of particular intrigue. Anthony Schwartz getting his first snaps. What does he look like in A? Where does he align? That's important. How do they use him? What ways do they get the football in his hands to show the explosive speed? I will be keenly focused on that. Demetric Felton getting running back snaps this week, something to obviously pay attention to. Will he see more time in the backfield? If he's only training for time in the backfield, will he see any time as a wide receiver? You know, or Are they only exclusively where they're practicing him? He will get game reps. Obviously paying attention to that. Richard LeCount, can he have a second big performance in a row? Playing center field as often as he did the other day. Some two high safety looks against the Jags, but I think it'll be interesting to see if he can perform well when they put him back out on the field. Maybe he gets a bump up, plays a little bit earlier. We'll see. Doubt we see Ronnie Harrison. Obviously not going to see Grant Delp, but we'll still see plenty of Javante Moffitt. Davion Davis, another player of interest. Wide receiver. Continues to play X with the second team. Does he slide up and play more snaps this week? Worth noting. Sheldon Day, inside track to make the squad along the defensive tackle group. So, 
Is that like first team make the squad if Andrew Billings can't handle his weight? We're going to have to see. He's an emerging player. We'll see how many reps he gets. Other players continued here. Joe Jackson. Browns need to continue to develop somebody behind Tack McKinley if they don't get Tack back for this upcoming game. Or, you know, we're obviously not getting him today. Uh, we're talking if they don't get him back for preseason three or by, you know, September 12th starts to get really dire. You know, some of these guys, Joe Jackson, Curtis Weaver, are guys I'm paying particularly close attention to because the Browns need somebody to step up for that defensive end depth. They have to find some people. Porter Gustin obviously has a very close eye on him. Cameron Malvo trying to make the roster too. Romeo McKnight trying to prove to be on the practice squad. These guys need to have emerging performances, you know, because two guys at the minimum have to make the roster if Tack doesn't. And if that if these guys don't start to emerge, you start running into what's the waiver wire look like? What does the uh what does the trade market look like? There's a whole bunch of questions that are going to be asked there. So, you know, a great opportunity for Joe Jackson, Curtis Weaver, Porter Gustin to solidify their roster spot. Malik McDowell along the inside will also be of interest. Tommy Togiai. Malik McDowell, a guy with immense skill when he was drafted a few years ago. I think it's back three years ago now when he was a second-round pick. Big enough to play either inside position. Obviously can play shade, obviously can play three-tech, and could even slide out and be a big edge. You know, they talked about that strong edge player in, in Malik Jackson if they want to bump a guy out who can play that that sort of anchor edge position. Malik McDowell could too, but where is he physically? We haven't seen him. He's dealt with an oblique rib injury. We need to see what he looks like against actual NFL competition for the first time in a long time. Along, uh, still talking defense, Jacob Phillips obviously leaves. Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa is your leader in the clubhouse. Him and uh, Malcolm Smith to play Will. They'll give they'll, they'll give uh, uh, Mac Wilson opportunities there too, but the, the leader has to be Owusu Koromoa for the guy for the future, all of it. I think he is a really, really particularly interesting player. Uh, like I said, the linebacker group, Mac Wilson's got to prove that he can handle it. Can he consistently perform in both phases? Can he can he avoid the disappearing act he's known to do? Will be will be extremely, extremely interesting. Um, still talking defense, Jordan Elliott's a guy that we continue to not talk about, probably should talk about more. The third round pick from the year before. Can he establish himself with some kind of splash play whatsoever. You need Jordan Elliott to figure it out. Marvin Wilson, again, the undrafted free agent who the Browns paid up for. Can they get anything out of Marvin Wilson? He had some decent snaps late in the Jaguars game, but they need somebody. Tommy, one of these defensive tackles, they need to it's it's there for the taking for anybody who wants to uh to go get it. They let go of Damian Square. There was no serious interest there. They're gonna rotate these guys and play a lot of different people that's the one that's going to draw the most attention because they need somebody on the first group. Because if we saw what we saw out of Andrew Billings, if that's not, if that's the version we're going to see all year, you're going to need somebody else to to play some serious snaps along the interior. Obviously, Togiai, a drafted player of interest, Jordan Elliott the year before, even higher drafted player of interest. They need somebody to step up and show that they have the NFL flash skills to make this roster. Uh, again, in the secondary, Javante Moffitt will be a big part of things. We'll see uh, a little bit more of Elijah Benton will get an opportunity, I'm sure. The cornerback position, Greg Newsom had a great two days of scrimmage time. Some big plays, some some big play opportunities were also missed, but the guys around the football, you're hearing a lot of good reviews about Greg Newsom. The greedy Greg Newsom battle for who's playing opposite Denzel rages on. Who can take advantage of that? That's got to draw your eye as a fan. You know, Other corners of interest, can A.J. Green continue to step up? Prove that he could be cornerback five, make the roster. What kind of special teams impact does he have? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back to the offense, right? Jordan Franks is the leader in the clubhouse, in my opinion, right now after preseason game one, way over Connor Davis. That's, again, Jordan Franks, number 87, moves better, block better week one. Eyes are on him if they're going to keep a fourth tight end with no changes. Blake Hans will get more snaps as it appears Michael Dunn will be out. You know, a lot of these first-team guys aren't going to play Michael Dunn dealing with a back injury. Looks like Blake Hans will get opportunities all over the field. We don't know about Nick Harris's situation. Colby Gossett will see an uptick in snaps. The guy to pay closest attention to is Drew Forbes. You know, Drew Forbes, that former fifth-round pick. Can Drew Forbes be the guy that we thought he could be before he hurt himself in 2019? Missed all of last year with the COVID opt-out. They need to see if he can actually handle himself against real talented NFL players. You know, he played third string in the the, the uh, orange and brown scrimmage, third string week one, bump him up a little bit here with Michael Dunn being out, taking over those left guard snaps, perhaps even right away in this game, as the Browns likely not to play any of their first five offensive linemen, Drew Forbes, serious attention drawn in his direction. You know, Dearness Johnson, can he continue to prove that he's worth keeping as a third back and not Dearness Felton? That's actually Demetric Felton, not Dearness Felton, got those two a little bit mixed up with the first name, apologize for that. Those two battling it out for if they only keep three running backs, air quotes there. I think Felton's a lock. Baker Mayfield's quote was pretty obvious how important they think Felton might be to this offense. So, you know, says a lot about your quarterback saying he's going to be a big part of this offense with a six-round pick, right? It's crazy to think in his rookie year that's what they view him as right now. Kadero Hodge, got to keep making plays. Kadero missed a touchdown opportunity just last week. Can he step up and make some proving plays that, that make sure the Browns keep him on the roster. That will that will definitely be of interest. For the Giants, it appears most of their big names are not going to be playing. You know, Daniel Jones, so on and so forth. Wide receivers of interest. Will Darius Slayton see some snaps? David Sills we talked about uh, on the preview podcast. Uh, that's probably your biggest players that will play at the wide receiver position. Sterling Shepard won't. John Ross and Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony, the rookie out of Florida, very explosive. I think he's been battling the COVID list. I'm not sure if he ends up playing. John Ross, the former Bengal, he'll get some snaps. If it's not Daniel Jones, they'll play uh, Mike Glennon, Brian Lewerke. You're going to see some Devontae Booker, some Corey Clement. Uh, other positions of interest, they're looking to solidify that offensive line. Will Matt Parrott play? Will Hernandez had a pretty decent two days. Shane Lemieux, they're watching the Browns line very closely because they're uh, they're hurting in New York. Will Lorenzo Carter play coming back from injury? Doubt it. You might see some B.J. Hill second team. You might see some Reggie Ragland, Carter Coughlin. You might see our old boy Danny Shelton get some time in this game. Uh, otherwise, of note in the secondary, probably not going to get any of the big names. Uh, you might see Aziz Ojolari, the rookie, who the Browns were very seriously considering. O'Shane Zimenez, you might see a guy part of the uh, collection of picks from the Odell Beckham trade, 
We'll see Josh Jackson, former Iowa product. Julian Love, the Notre Dame product, could see some safety time. Will Xavier McKinney, who had a decent rookie season out of Alabama, who I seriously thought was one of the best safeties coming out last year. See if he sees some times. Darnay, Darnay Holmes, Radarius Williams, Greedy Williams' brother, will obviously see time in this game. It's an interesting game. You know, teams spend two days together. They know each other well. You know, it's it's uh, it's not going to be anything new. It'll probably be both defenses having a great feel for what the offenses are going to do. I would expect this to be low scoring. It could get crazy, but my guess is it'll be low scoring. Before we go and launch you into today's game, I want to talk about Jacob Phillips. That injury is, is so weird. I posted a video on my timeline at the 14-second mark. The Giants had shown some highlights from the day, and you can see him reach across to grab a back who ran an option route out of the backfield, could wiggle left or wiggle right, and he went right and and uh, Phillips stuck out that left arm to grab him, and it just caught. The tendon ripped. It's weird, man. Football is weird. Some serious hits cause injuries and some really fluky things, especially think about Grant Delpit. You think about now Jacob Phillips, just weird injuries that are, like, not hard, straining physical contact injuries happen. And it's like these LSU guys between Greedy as well are, are not – they're just not staying healthy. It's 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 – Perhaps more than anything, just random, but it is weird that all three are LSU guys that are just not able to stay on the field for Cleveland. So, I don't know. It's strange. I don't think the Browns need to overextend themselves. They could look at linebacker help, maybe waiver wire, but between playing two linebackers most of the time, the flexibility of Jeremiah Wusu kormoa Mac uh, Wilson can play Mike, a little bit of Will. Sione Takitaki gets a lot of Will reps. Uh, but is a Sam by trade. And then you have Malcolm Smith, who they feel pretty good about, too. Brought back in some names. Montreal Meander. Brought back in Willie Harvey, who I like as a depth player practice squad guy. Uh, Elijah Lee is still floating around. I think they're okay. You know, between playing Anthony Walker and somebody else, a lot of snaps. Maybe your third down group where you want more speed on the field is Malcolm Smith, who has a great feel in coverage, along with... Along with JOK, that's a good group. Your early down group could include Mac, could include a little more Taki Taki. Anthony Walker is a little heavier thumper types, but JOK can be on the field too. We need to see JOK play like we did, like, like see him play as he did week one. If he continues to stack those types of performances together, that guy is not going to be able to be kept off the field. They're going to have to play him. And that's what you drafted him for. I mean, that's what got everybody excited was to see him playing. So he is, without a doubt, an all-eyes-on type of player. So, you know, biggest thing you can, I continue to pay attention to is the is the mystery on both sides. That's the O-line depth, who's going to arrive uh, as potentially maybe that eighth or ninth guy there. D-line, who steps up as depth at the D-tackle, the third and fourth D-tackle, potentially fifth, and who steps up as that third and fourth defensive end if Tack McKinley's out. That is where the eye should go. Big-time battle for serious implications between Greedy, Greg Newsom. We'll keep watching that. But this should be a fun game. You hope nobody, you know, gets hurt. It can be a clean game, but it should be fun. It's fun to get a 1 o'clock kick. Rare to get a 1 o'clock kick in the preseason, but it should be fun. So hopefully this got you a little pumped up. The OBR pregame show will be on at noon. Make sure you check out the OBR pregame show on Twitch and check out the Twitch postgame show that goes live right after. I won't be involved. Still with the family. Recording this thing late in the car. Just, uh... I'm, I'm weird like that. Wanted to get something out to you on game day. So, anyway, have a great day watching the game. I will check in periodically, have a podcast up for you on Monday morning with my reaction to everything that happened. I'll be closely watching, as usual. Get my thoughts up. Have your All-22 stuff up later in the week. We'll learn a ton about the Browns this week. Hopefully get some clear picture on who these young players are, who's going to fill out the end of the 53. Have a great Sunday and a great time with your family, closing out the week. And, as usual, go Browns.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.